3: Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. This is a bonus episode all about everyone's favorite coffee drinking psychologist from Seattle, Fraser Crane. Uh, he could not join us today, unfortunately, um, but I am joined in the studio uh, via online by Neil. Neil, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing well. I apologize to the listeners. My voice is gone, so I'm going to do my best, Uh, but uh, I'm not uh, in true form here, and uh, we couldn't get Bulldog to come into the studio, so it's just me, guys. So (laughs) I sound like a bulldog, but uh, I'm just here to help out.
3: I love Bulldog. Just unlock some memories. I haven't watched a show in a while, and I completely forgot that he's the best character on the show, Um, in my opinion, anyway. Um, As far as... So if you're just tuning in for just the Frasier content, uh, we're a trivia trivia podcast. We play trivia style games and uh, usually between two teams in general knowledge type questions. But today is a special bonus episode all about Frasier. Um, my connection to Frasier is one time I saw uh, Kelsey Grammer at a restaurant in Beverly Hills. And he, was, he seemed like he was nice to the wait staff, but I've heard otherwise.
4: What about well,
2: you, Neil? Uh, well, Fraser, uh, I used to watch it a little bit uh, when I was when I was younger or just, you know, it was on in the background. But uh, just recently, uh, over the last year, Colleen and I have been watching it uh, from the beginning. And I, I have one season left, but uh, I've been enjoying it um, and doing some research for a TV book that I've been working on that I'm almost done with. Um, just learning about uh, how prolific it is, how wonderful the writers were, uh, how many awards it's won, and, and the fact that it has to be, uh, you know, arguably, I think it probably is the, the uh, most successful spin-off of all time, which is pretty great. So yeah. uh, very cool do show.
3: A, do you have a favorite episode?
2: Uh, so being a theater geek, growing up in the theater, um, and sort of that's where my background is, uh, my favorite is uh, my coffee with Niles, um, just because mm. it's... Uh, all done like a play. Um, and uh, I just love the way that it's set up and that you kind of uh, throw away the TV conventions and, and just let the actors do what they're great at.
3: Yeah. Uh, every Christmas, I watch the episode where they think Frazier's uh, homeless and they all buy him dinner at the at the diner. Uh, it, it's a classic episode. And he leaves in his Lexus uh, to, a course, <laughs> of booze. Wonderful episode. Uh, so we're not going to be playing this game. But Neil, we have some contestants. So why don't you introduce them today?
2: I will do that. And uh, just a little preface here, I'm probably going to be asking you what your favorite uh, Fraser episode is, so that'll give you a little bit of time to think about it. Our first uh, contestant coming to us from Kansas, uh, been on the show before, hosted a wonderful holiday episode for us last year, executive producer on Patreon, James Campbell. How are you, sir?
1: I'm well, thank you, Neil.
2: Uh, so nice to have you back. Uh, I will say uh, appreciate the triviality T-shirt you're wearing, and and also the fact that you have my book behind you, which is just you're you're making me blush, and it's and it's not just because it's warm in here, but I, I appreciate it.
1: Sorry to hear you're a little bit under the weather, but hopefully we can all fill in for you as you are, you know, struggling a little bit. Oh, we well, can, thank you. We can be the we can be the Niles, and let's get better.
2: Oh well, thank you, and uh, tell tell everyone a little bit about yourself.
1: I am a criminal defense attorney from Kansas. I predominantly do federal work now. I am married. Actually, last week as we're recording this, we celebrated our 32nd anniversary. And then I have two grown children as well. But essentially, I like to read, like to cook, um, travel around a lot. And we are in very heavy Christmas mode. My we have an old Victorian house. Our house is about 140 years old and my wife decorates for Christmas where she takes a week off from work just to decorate. So we are, as we speak, I think we are at about nine trees and before it's done, we'll probably be between 15 and 17.
2: Wow. So that's definitely a a Christmas village or holiday village you got going there.
1: Oh, we have like five Christmas villages too. So those are just the trees. So yeah, it's it is very festive here for the holiday season. And as to my favorite episode, I I am also a big, big fan of my coffee with Niles. So probably as an episode that potentially is my favorite. However, the the first scene of Three Valentines that David Hyde Pierce does, where it's almost a silent movie, where he is trying to prepare for his date at Fraser's, and has to press his pants, and then he pricks his finger and passes out the, much like you say, it's not TV, it's a movie, where he takes the little cleaner and he's reading the label and so he moves the candle away just so you know that it's flammable without saying a word and then eventually the couch catches on fire and he throws the pasta on the couch and every time he sees his finger he passes out and the last scene is him and his boxers laying halfway out the door with the pasta on the couch i that scene to this day, just leaves me rolling on the floor laughing.
2: What a great choice. Uh, yeah. And what a wonderful supporting cast of, of actors and actresses uh, just at the top of their game, uh, many of them Tony Award winners. Um, but yeah, just wonderful choice. Um, well, thank you very much for joining us, James. Our, our next contestant just uh, tell a short story here uh, was the one uh, person who on the signup sheet only put Frazier and said, I really, really want to be on the Fraser bonus episode. So uh, had a straight shot to this episode. We really appreciate it uh, coming to us from just outside of Seattle. Uh, and this was not written by the Fraser writers, uh, but thank you for joining us, Janelle. How are you tonight?
5: Oh, I'm so great. Thank you so much for doing this. I am so excited to participate. I hope I don't embarrass myself, but I certainly appreciate the effort you all put into putting this together. It's fantastic.
2: Oh, well, thank you. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your, uh, also your favorite Fraser episode.
5: Uh, I live outside Seattle, like you said. I'm an optician, so I help people find glasses and fit them and fix them when they're broken. And um, I love what I do. I love helping people uh, look great in their glasses and see better. Um, my favorite Frasier episode, I have two, if you'll indulge me. I love ham radio. I love the episode when they do the radio drama, and it just completely falls apart and it's just the greatest episode just watching fraser try to corral all of these people to put this thing on and it just completely explodes it's fantastic um and i also love look before you leap which is the leap year episode when everyone goes out and tries to do something that they is outside their comfort zone and again true fraser fraser fashion things just fall apart and he ends up embarrassing himself on national television so Those are my two favorite episodes, but it's hard to pick only two. But if I had to pick them, those are the ones I'd pick.
2: Those are great choices. Uh, Well, thank you very much for joining us tonight. We're so excited to have you here. Uh, And our last competitor uh, coming to us from Westport, Connecticut, uh, Scott Brill. Thank you very much for joining us. How are you tonight?
0: I'm doing very well. Uh, how was, how are you?
2: <laughs> uh, I'm I'm hanging in there. I, I'm the, yes. the excitement of talking about Frazier is, is keeping my voice uh, strong here, even though I have no falsetto <laughs> yeah. left, I've tried and nothing comes out, but uh, just sort of. No, a you're, No, a, yeah. you're
0: great. And, uh, I, I'm a theater guy too. So, uh, uh, I've always, I think that's where my first real appreciation of Frazier came from. Cause there were so many of the episodes really felt like little plays and, and that was, you know, uh, done so well that, and, uh, Uh, So, you know, it's exciting to, to go back and see them now. And I agree uh, the, 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 I had, I just watched uh, actually this weekend, uh, uh, my coffee with uh, with Fraser or Niles. My coffee with Niles. Was like, Niles yeah. <laughs> with yeah. Niles, yeah. With Niles, and uh, and and just really marveled at the simplicity of it, mm-hmm. and the uh, and the power of it of, of that episode. Really amazing. Yes, it was a simple question, and it's kind of interesting. Um, but actually, my uh, my uh, uh, I'm by by the way, I'm a, I'm a library director in in Derby, Connecticut, at the Derby Public Library. Uh, it is a 1902 building, uh, which is gorgeous. And uh, we just had some uh, paranormal experts come and do like a ghost hunt in the house, you know, because everyone thinks it's a haunted library, so it's kind of cool. Oh, cool. Um, And yeah, and it's a really great place to be a library director. Really. Uh, great library. Um, so um, my probably uh, going with the, the theater theme, and I, I I I love when I direct. I'm a theater director, and I love to direct farce. And Frasier, there were so many episodes that really were farce. And to me, one of the best is the Seal who came to dinner. Um, <laughs> I just I just I just yes, does it fall apart because it's a too silly? Yeah, but you know what? Wow, is it ever? It's just really to to have the Audacity to do that as a television show, to put really a farce play, uh, a, really a three act farce play in a 22 minute television slot is amazing. I mean, it, it really is. And then the bonus uh, to have Christopher Durang, who is one of my favorite playwrights of all time, as one of the guests of the party, as the uh, hard to please critic, uh, uh, just as uh, the icing on the on the cherry. Uh, and you know, as theater people, you 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 have to marvel at BB Newirth every episode that she did. This is an incredible, incredibly talented human being. Um, And people who just know her as Lilith, uh, which is wonderful if they do, but if you've never seen her on stage singing and dancing and performing, there's plenty of YouTube video. Go find her doing the uh, Honey Hot Rag from Chicago, and you will be like, I can't believe that's Lilith. You're going to be blown away.
2: Yeah, she's she's wonderful. Uh, So many great performers uh, on Frasier. And uh, like you said, it's all very much like a play. uh, Just wonderful writing, uh, of course, uh, as a benchmark or as a a spine of everything, a foundation. Um, But yeah, uh, so happy to have all of you here. Thank you, Scott, for that. And uh, Matt, do you want to explain what the rules are? And I'm going to kind of uh, stay a little bit in the background here, um, keeping score and all that good stuff.
3: Uh, Yeah, it's going to be really hard to not Uh, just stop the show and talk about the Haunted Library. Uh, But I think we (laughs) can uh, start asking some Frasier questions. Uh, The way it's going to go is I'm going to ask questions in the order of James, uh, then uh, Janelle, and then Scott uh, over and over and over until you each get 10 questions. Whoever has the most points at the end wins a nice bowl of tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs all over your face. What will you do? We don't know, but we'll get there. Um, so if everyone uh, understands the rules, uh, let's get going. All right. So this first question is for James, whose presence on the show causes Daphne to suffer debilitating, uh, psychic headaches, which are brought on by the presence of negative forces. And before you answer those, I would like to also thank Bettina Michelli, Kylie Dix, Mark Kim and Ian Belovich, who all submitted questions for this game.
1: That was the first and recurring appearance of the aforementioned Stern Sternen Crane.
3: And that is correct. All right, Janelle, your first question. Cool 98.7, an actual FM radio station serving Bismarck, North Dakota, has what call letters, which it shares with the fictional AM station from Fraser?
5: That is K-A-C-L.
3: Yes, you are listening to KACL. I've always wanted to say that, and there we go. Uh, Scott, your question: What type of liqueur do Fraser and Niles often have together when Niles visits?
0: I knew James's question. I knew Janelle's question, and I knew it was gonna. I knew I was gonna blank out. Uh, 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 cognac? I I don't know.
3: Oh, they always have a nice sifter of sherry.
0: Oh, sherry. Oh, um, that was. Oh, I did know that. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> oh, my okay. God. I know that. Opening round jitters. It yeah, that's <laughs> what it was. <laughs> All right. Moving on to question two for James. Who played Fraser's love interest, Mia, in the episode Mamma Mia? This actress, who is married to a two-time Oscar winner, would ironically be the executive producer of the 2008 movie Mamma Mia and its 2018 sequel.
1: That's Mrs. Tom Hanks, Rita Wilson, who also plays his mom.
2: (laughs) That is correct. Rita Wilson. Good poll. I forgot about that episode where she's on video, right? And he realizes it looks like his mom. Yeah, that's that's right. That's (laughs) funny.
3: All right. Question two for Janelle. In dinner at eight, Niles and Frazier dine with Martin at his favorite restaurant, the Timber Mill. After Martin has had enough of his son's insulting remarks, he leaves. What dessert does Niles... Announces coming in hopes of bringing Martin back to the table.
5: Oh, wow. Um, I have no idea. I cannot remember this one. I'm gonna just gonna guess baked Alaska.
3: He told him that they were bringing out the mud pie.
0: Oh <laughs> shoot. Did you guys know that one? <laughs> no, I no, honestly I didn't know that.
3: Okay. That's the I, I was thinking. I don't feel I
0: so bad. <laughs> lo-
1: I was thinking lava cake. I knew it was something chocolate. I thought there was a
0: brief moment that baked Alaska could be the right answer. That
1: was a great <laughs> yes. guess. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> certainly good bluff.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. here we
0: go. I'm going to miss again. Here we go. <laughs> uh,
3: uh, question two for Scott. Oh. In the episode "Selling Out." Frazier hires B.B. Glazier as his agent. Mm-hmm. She encourages him to be on a TV commercial for Emery Nuts. What noted psychiatrist ends up doing the commercial instead?
0: What noted... Say it again, please. What
3: uh, What noted psychiatrist ends up doing the commercial instead?
0: Oh, oh boy. How many noted psychiatrists are there? <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, Frasier uh, Crane and... Right,
0: yeah. I, I, Niles, my...
3: Is now is your final answer. Yeah. It is Dr. Joyce Brothers. Oh,
1: of course. And in a related trivia note was one of the first winners on the sixty four thousand dollar question.
0: Yeah, I know all about her. I know yeah. all about her. Don't rub it and in. She, I know exactly
1: she won the sixty four thousand dollar question in the topic of boxing.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Boxing. Yes.
2: Yeah. In defense yeah. of Scott, uh, as we say in the show, you know, once you're on the show, it happens to us. That's why I feel like we're smarter when we don't play trivia. Yeah. while recording it is you lose 10 percent of your brain power when you have the microphone. And, and also, of course, I was
0: answering my own question. How many psychiatrists do you know? <laughs> one, you know, Dr. Joyce Brothers is the only one you know. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right. Question All right. three for James. It'll be easy. In the opening scene of A Midsummer's Night's Dream, what memorable Seinfeld prop is Niles wearing?
1: I have never watched Seinfeld. Never cared for it.
3: Oh, no. It's Um, very good.
1: Seinfeld prop. A Cyrano de Bergerac nose.
3: The answer we're looking for is the puffy shirt. Oh, <laughs> oh! The pirate shirt. That's right. He's
0: wearing the pirate Uh-oh. shirt. Okay.
3: He did. He did not want to be a pirate either. I imagine. And I it's the know. exact same it. shirt. It's the same shirt. It's yeah. not
0: just like it. It is the exact same shirt.
3: Before it was donated to the Smithsonian, where it sits today. Man. All right. Question three for Janelle. In the episode "Boo," Fraser, dressed in a costume, jumps out and surprises Martin, which causes his father to drop from a sudden heart attack. What costume was Frasier wearing?
5: He is dressed as a terrifying looking clown.
3: He is dressed as a terrifying clown.
5: (laughs) I just watched that one the other day and I'm like, that is a scary clown.
3: (laughs) All right. Question three for Scott. What part of England is Daphne Moon from?
0: She's from Manchester.
3: She is from Manchester. Question four for James. What state is Roz from?
1: She is from Wisconsin, the dairy state.
3: Roz is from Wisconsin. A lot of dairy. Uh, Question four for Janelle. What is the name of the cafe the cast usually meets in?
5: Oh, it's Cafe Nervosa.
3: And the answer is Cafe Nervosa. question four for scott in season five's halloween martin is under the assumption that niles was getting him a sherlock holmes costume with the store out of that costume now niles, niles probably declares that he put together a costume for what celebrated neil you want to read this He wrote the question
0: oh well, sure. I, I don't, don't you don't have to go any further he's lord peter Wimsey.
3: He wore <laughs> Peter Wednesday
2: That is, that is true. I watched mm-hmm.
0: the episode the other day. Yep.
2: What Matt was going to say was uh, what costume does he wear uh, from the celebrated Bon Vivant Sleuth from a series of novels by Dorothy L. Sayers?
5: That was good. I'm glad that was your question. <laughs> Oh, thank <laughs> you. I,
2: well, I, yes. It's so funny. I, I didn't know who, I mean, I love Agatha Christie. I didn't know who Lord Peter Wimsey was. And as soon as I saw the episode, I went to our local mystery bookstore and I said, please give me a Lord Peter Wimsey book. And I did.
0: <laughs> and, they, and there's a lot of them. Yeah.
2: All right.
3: Uh, question five for James. Fraser's apartment was said to cost producers over half a million dollars to furnish. Fraser said he had a lamp by Carbu, a chair by, see, these are names, I don't know, Eames, and a couch that was an exact replica of the one blank had in her Paris, word, I don't know, Atelier? Atelier? Atelier. It's, it's, ah,
1: it's yeah. her her workshop. That would be Coco Chanel.
3: Ah, you would know more than I would. It is Coco Chanel. <laughs> All right. Much like
1: the last one with Scott, I knew where that one was headed and right yeah. off the bat. So.
3: Uh, question five for Janelle. Sticking with Fraser's interior design, the sculpture created by this artist, well known for his vibrant glass pieces, sits next to Fraser's fireplace. His studio is in Tacoma, Washington, just south of Seattle.
5: I've been there many times. It's a Dale Chihuly.
3: It is Dale Chihuly. Excellent work. Uh, right. Glad right. you got
0: that one, Janelle, because that's <laughs> that's your home state there, that's what, that's really and
5: great. I'm and I. I love glass. I'd make glass beads. I'm like...
0: Oh, do you do really? glass wow. stuff.
5: And can I just say, I just feel like I found my tribe here tonight. I'm like so thrilled. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right.
1: Right before the pandemic, a friend of mine and I got a chance to go down to the Crystal Bridges Museum in Bentonville, Arkansas, which was founded by one of the Walmart heirs that's like this incredible collection of American art. And they were doing a Chihuly exhibit. Wow. And they did had this huge... Uh, display of all his work but then they had all of these outdoor works that were incorporated in that was just amazing i'm also a huge huge chihuly fan i'm envious that you get to go to his his workshop so frequently
5: yeah, i am lucky
3: <laughs> all right and the fifth question for scott name the alma maters of, Fra- of fraser and niles respectively
0: sure fraser is harvard and Oxford and Niles is Yale and Cambridge
3: and that is correct awesome you guys are doing fantastic uh Neil tell the people how fantastic everyone's doing
2: (laughs) well everyone is doing fantastic uh James is on the board with four uh Janelle also with four and Scott right behind with three wow all right let's
3: go to question six for James Let's all go to a taco show was one of the lyrics that Fraser made up after he disastrously attempted to sing What Diddy for the PBS Pledge Drive in the episode (laughs) Look Before You Leap.
1: That would be Buttons and Bows.
3: (laughs) Buttons and Bows.
1: Can I
5: get half a point? Because we talked about this before the show started. <laughs> I'm
1: just kidding. We all
0: get half points for the ones we all know.
2: <laughs> What's funny is when we've done these these bonus recordings, we all have such a great time talking about the specific category before we start recording and all the answers are in the discussion.
3: That's <laughs> right.
2: It happens every single
3: time. It's wonderful. Uh, question number six for Janelle. In Kenny on the Couch, what item of clothing did Martin put on whenever he fought with his wife? Martin advises Kenny that he would look good in one and that women would love to feel
4: it.
5: Oh, um, I can't remember if it's leather jacket or a suede jacket. But I think suede is nicer to the touch. So I think I'm going to go with suede.
3: That was a good pick because it is a suede jacket. (laughs) Nice. All right, Scott. Question six. What facial attribute of Rick's parents is Roz concerned that baby Alice will inherit from his family?
0: I believe it's a big nose.
3: The answer is a large nose. Sweep that round. All right. Question seven for James. In the episode, Martin does it his way. The Cranes and Daphne discuss the late Aunt Louise who never took her dream vacation to the South Pacific. Daphne hints to Niles and Fraser that Martin also has an unfulfilled dream that includes a hidden shoebox under his bed. What was Martin's dream?
1: She's such a groovy lady. <laughs> she kind of drives me crazy to write a song for Frank Sinatra.
3: 100% correct. And a, a great a great little uh, song there. Great rendition there. Good job. Good.
0: <laughs> I felt like I was in the episode. I felt
4: like I was I in the <laughs> episode.
3: Uh, question, I believe, seven for Janelle. In the episode, The Show Where Diane Comes Back, what TV show was Diane Chambers writing for when she was fired after accidentally setting the leading actress's hair on fire?
5: I do not know. That is not one of my favorite episodes, so I don't watch that one very often. (laughs) Um, Although it's
0: one of Kelsey Grammer's favorite episodes. is it?
5: Is it? Well, yes, hear he him. Because they had
0: a feud, and it was a, they were able to patch the feud between him and Shelley. Oh, Walker.
5: I love that! What's a great story? Still don't know the answer. I'm gonna. Say... <laughs> I don't know the answer either. <laughs> um, is this a real show or is it a made up? It show? is
3: a. I will. I will give you the clue. It's a real show that was on during the time of Frasier.
5: Okay. Um. So, you
3: only have like 300 to pick. One. <laughs> right. <laughs> and
5: go home improvements. Oh, uh, no, uh,
3: it was not. It was actually Dr. Quinn, medicine
0: woman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> poor
3: Dr. Quinn. Oh, dear. Um, but I'm sure she had remedies for any scalping, so she was probably fine. Um, Scott, question seven. Mm-hmm. In the episode, The Return of Martin Crane, Daphne and Niles surprise each other with event tickets. Niles purchases tickets to Billy Joel, while Daphne bought tickets to What Country's Music Festival, which features four solid hours of throat singing.
0: Four solid hours of throat singing? Is that what
3: you said? That is what I said. That is what's written on the paper.
0: (laughs) Um, Oh, boy. Do you guys know? Uh, I think so. Oh yeah. shoot! I don't know. Uh, Switzerland. I have no idea.
3: It is the Mongolian Music oh, Festival. Shoot! Yeah, which it sounds like a great time. Yeah.
4: So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Uh, question, <laughs> question 8 for James. In Hot Ticket, the Crane brothers miss out on seeing the final performance of Sir Trevor Ainsley when they buy tickets for the wrong performance. What was the name of the play he was performing in?
1: Oh. Now, I, I will turn it around and say, do you guys know this one? I do. You think so. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: actually do.
5: It's
1: it's not the rhyme of the ancient mariner, but it's something like that. It is the son of the mariner.
3: You are so close. It is, unfortunately, the tales of the mariner. No, tear,
0: tear. Tales of the tears. It, of. It's the tears. Isn't it the tears of the mariner? mariner?
3: Ooh. But the paper says tails. I thought it was the tears was, of the mariner. Yeah, I'm I don't know. It says here tails. I knew it was. It was
1: something with the. I, I knew it was very close to the ancient mariner. But yes. when he it gave is. him the fish with his yeah. hand, yeah. that was it, what you know moved. I him. Uh,
2: I fact checked it and it says tails of the mariner. Oh, was mm-hmm. it tails? Okay, I'm with you. Good, you gotcha. Could have been tears too. I don't know. I never saw it, unfortunately. Uh, Wait questions. a minute. I'm getting another fact checked here. There's different sources hold on there there are
0: different sources yeah
2: well breaking news well
1: i just hope one of them's the son of the the episode.
2: home improvements
0: um, was
5: the right answer so i went (laughs) to
2: (laughs) home improvements that's correct um I, i went to the site that has fraser transcripts that i've been using uh for the book i've been working on and uh the transcript says uh sir trevor amesley in tears of the mariner so i believe scott was right
0: i also just remember that like the sound of that from the episode so
1: unfortunately james was still wrong and it was his
0: (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately but let's talk about the question for another seven minutes
3: (laughs) (laughs) all right moving on to question eight for janelle what was the name of the Reno Wedding Chapel that Daphne and Niles married in, in that offered wedding ring packages and a topless buffet? Oh.
5: I don't know this one either. Oh, golly. Do you guys know this one? I don't. Okay. Phew.
3: Okay. Okay. No one knows it.
5: No one knows it. Um, <laughs> no one knows I'm going to say the all-night wedding chapel.
3: And buffet, and and topless (laughs) buffet. It's unfortunately the Lucky Seven Resort and Casino.
5: Oh, that was my next guess. Yeah, Uh,
3: you were uh, you were (laughs) were, toss up. Darn
5: it,
0: you you were you were
3: close. All right, question eight for Scott. Daphne and Niles break up with their respective partners when they finally realize their feelings for each other. With Niles divorcing his new wife and Daphne bailing on her fiance at the altar. Who are those partners?
0: Okay. I, I get the multiple <laughs> answer questions. Okay. Uh,
3: purely coincidental. He,
0: he is married to, I believe her, oh boy, it was Jane Adams. Um, I think her name was Dr. Mel. Oh boy. Karnovsky, something like that that's- i will accept first oh, names okay mel dr mel right i mean that's who that he was yeah at. and then uh what's her name daphne that's who i need uh yep, oh yeah daphne, uh, the donnie uh, the lawyer guy donnie whatever his name is donnie
3: donnie whatever his name is <laughs> donnie- is, correct. Wait, is that his name <laughs> it is donnie. Mel donnie. And donnie yeah okay that is correct Wait. Donnie I should Douglas. get two
0: points for that. That's going to be multiple answers. I, 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 gave you, I gave you four universities. <laughs> you, <didn't answer.
5: laughs> you did. That
2: was
3: hard. Those were hard.
2: Well, now, Matt, you're going to have to give James one with multiple questions here for number nine, maybe. Okay.
3: I don't know if we have any more of these. Um, oh, I could give this one. I All could right. have
2: gotten the four universities.
1: <laughs> I just can't get the name of the play.
3: All right. Question nine for James. In the episode Wine Club, the final wine to determine if Frasier or Niles will become Corkmaster is a blend of two types. Which types of wine was this blend?
1: Cabernet and Merlot.
3: It is. Do you remember the percentage?
1: Uh, It was 55 Cabernet, 45 Merlot, I believe.
3: It was the other way around, but we're giving you points.
1: Absolutely. Oh, good job. That's great.
3: All right, question nine for Janelle. An unexpected but not surprising nickname. What is Eddie's nickname?
5: Oh, it's Eddie Spaghetti.
3: It is Eddie Spaghetti.
5: Because yeah. he said worms. Not his name.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because he had worms.
3: All right, and question nine for oh, Scott. Wait,
0: we had to do a bonus question, unless you're going to ask it. Uh, do you know what Eddie's real name was? Does it? Do you, do you both know? Moose. The, it is Moose. Yeah. Moose, oh, then. oh, I
5: didn't oh, know. Moose. Oh, I thought like, on the <laughs> show the he had a, another
0: real
5: name.
1: Moose. And, and yes, then, And then and Enzo. Enzo. Well, Enzo there was yeah.
5: question ten. Yeah, there was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, get, I, get I will extra say point for the, that. Next,
3: the next question was going to be the very talented Jack Russell Terry.
0: <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> so that was, was going to be my question.
3: That was going to be. That would have been one of the questions. Yeah, that was. I, the I the,
0: asked my. I asked my own question. That's what happens when you have trivia people. They're trivia. I
3: know they, they just keep giving out facts that ruin. Sorry questions. Sorry
0: about them. that. <laughs> the whole show. I've ruined everything. I'm, okay, so, so I'm if like
3: you're Fras- going to say it, don't say what Fraser's child's name is, because your next question, <laughs> question nine for Scott, <laughs> so, Fraser had a child before moving back home to Seattle. What is
2: Fraser's son's name?
0: His name is Frederick,
2: or Freddie. It is Old Frederick. Yeah. Just don't tell him he's cheating at the spelling bee. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving to the final round,
3: James, question 10. Fraser went to Harvard Medical School and lets everyone know this regularly. What university has a medical school that Fraser often scoffs at, even though it has an excellent reputation?
1: Oh, wow. James. Johns
3: Hopkins. It is Tulane University. I had wow, no that, clue about that. doesn't that ring
0: like a bell at all. No. <laughs> wow. Are you sure that was Frazier? Was that not like home improvement? Or
3: maybe Mark maybe Kim doesn't like Tulane. I think, question. I think, <laughs> I
0: think the I think person was, who wrote the question, went, go to Tulane. <laughs> I, think that, I think that actually was from Saved by the Bell.
3: It was a, a pro <laughs> Tulane <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew that.
1: I, I remember...
3: I, I remember the episode story. where they went
1: to – Frazier and Niles went to couples counseling, and they were making fun of the doctor with the all-Caribbean education. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. I think but this question uh, is coming from uh, the episode where Niles goes in for uh, heart surgery, um, and uh, Frazier, after he does research on the medical staff, goes, you know how I all feel – or you all know how I feel about Tulane's. So who, that's maybe where it came from.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. I, I, I did not have that one.
2: I
3: love Neil with his uh, Fraser wiki open, just searching yeah. too late. <laughs>
1: Cheers <laughs> to the
0: Mariner and Tulane University.
3: <laughs> See where it's in. All right, final question for Janelle. What make of car does Niles drive?
5: I believe he drives a Mercedes. Do you need more specific than that?
3: I will accept Mercedes. It's a Mercedes Benz.
5: That was... <laughs> What I would have. Added. Are
1: there any- <laughs> There are no other. <laughs> have the other models? Name. <laughs>
3: I mean, I don't know anything about them. I drive. I drive a Kia Forte. So.
1: <laughs> yes, that's right. Exactly. He either drove an M class or an S class because he got into the argument with John C. Riley when they were fixing the toilet. About yeah, I had the M class, but I went up to the S class or vice mm. versa. When I had yeah. the family, so he went for the bigger one. But I yeah. I don't remember which was which.
2: Yeah, it looks like early in the series he drove a '90s Mercedes E E320 uh, yeah. early on, but I think you like you said he changed it uh, later on. He uh, after divorcing Maris, he oh he had the 1995 Geo Metro Hunchback at <laughs> one place. So. Yeah.
0: yes, right. Wow, <laughs> the Hunchback. That's a Shangri La.
2: All
4: right,
3: and the final question of round 10 goes to scott no what is the name of the apartment niles moves into Uh, in later seasons
0: well okay no wait wait no no No. he moves into when he's down on his luck he's at the shangri-la but when he has money and he moves away from maris he's in the montana
3: and the answer is the montana (laughs) neil They did so well. I'm so proud of everybody. Um,
5: Great questions.
3: What
2: were the scores? All right. So going over the scores here, I will say that uh, we have a bunch of other questions we can go through quickly in a lightning round for fun without it counting for points. But I do have to say, uh, Matt, you're going to have to either pick one or three more questions because everyone's tied at seven.
0: (laughs) You're you're kidding.
2: No, everyone's tied at seven.
0: Wow. That's because yeah. James, you threw that curveball at James about the, about the weird, uh, whatever that was, too late.
2: So, so Matt, if you want, we can either, uh, depending on the competitors, we can either do one question where they all wager, or we can do uh, one more round of three questions until there's only one left standing.
3: I don't um, like no wager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't have a lot of questions left, so... <laughs> Let's do one more round, and yeah, everyone who gets it right wins. And there you go. They we the, all get tossed and everyone who gets it wrong wins a little bit less. But they also. <laughs>
4: win.
2: Uh, let's see here.
0: Well, if we do, if you run through, them, maybe we could just—if uh, we know it, we can answer.
3: Oh yeah, we can do that.
2: Um do We
5: just raise our hand, or do we yell, well, or no, how do we? Do no, go, 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 go through, go through.
0: Do a James, Janelle, me, and see what happens.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. How we'll, we'll just go until someone rep. misses. So if you keep until, getting them, and until <laughs> someone misses, until an right. episode
0: of Frasier is on and reruns. <laughs> yes.
3: Go. All right. This question <laughs> is for James. What did Niles and Daphne name their first son? David. The answer is David.
0: Yeah. And we oh, all David know for whom David Angel is whom it's named for. That yeah.
2: Story? It's a nice touch.
0: And the the A in K-L-C-A is for Angel. Well, Um, the other CL is for Casey and Lee. That's exactly right. It's for the creators of the show. That's right.
3: All right. For Janelle, what was depicted on the Limoges coffee cups that Frazier collected? Niles accidentally breaks one after Daphne mentions that Rodney loves smelling her hair.
5: I believe it's the, the wives of King Henry VIII.
3: It is the wives of King Very Henry. Very good. Do you know which one Niles broke?
5: It was. Anne Boleyn. No, it was Catherine of Aragon.
3: It is Catherine of Aragon.
1: Very oh, yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. His Frasier asked, was it Anne uh, Boleyn? And he goes, no, Catherine of Aragon. Of Aragon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's funny. See what a funny show it is. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, right. Oh, no. For Scott. Oh, dear.
3: When Fraser and his boss, Kate, attempt to give their steamy physical connection a chance as a relationship, they discover they don't really have much in common. Fraser should suggest an activity for them to do together, and Kate responds with, I'm not someone for whom blank is a verb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, shoot. The great Mercedes rule. Uh. What a wonderful actress. Uh, I'm sorry. Could you repeat it? I'm not going to get it, but can you repeat it again? (laughs)
3: Yeah. Um, So when Fraser and his boss Kate attempt to give their steamy physical connection a chance as a relationship, they discover they don't really have much in common. Fraser suggests an activity for them to do together, and Kate responds with, I'm not someone for who blank is a verb.
0: Damn. Uh, Do you guys know? Yeah. Yeah, No, go ahead, guys. I don't know what it is. You can say it. Antique.
1: Antiquing.
0: Oh, antiquing. <laughs> yeah. Now you say it, I know it exactly.
2: So Scott is uh, is out, but I'm uh, a loser. Obviously, no, no, not <laughs> no! a loser. Everyone, everyone <laughs> a has won because we all tied. But uh, now let's keep going with James and and Janelle, Matt, and just see you know until we have none left here. I have a few if you need, Matt.
3: Uh, yeah, go with the next one.
2: All right. So James, uh, obviously, both the Crane brothers uh, are into psychology. Um, but what is each of their specialties? Which famous psychologists or psychiatrists do they follow?
1: Fraser is a Freudian and Niles is a Jungian, or when misspelled, a hung specialist.
2: <laughs> that is correct. Yep. That is correct. Uh, and let's go to Janelle. Uh, your question, why not? We'll, we'll give you one with two answers here. This okay. one might be a little hard. Um uh, so uh, obviously Frazier is a spin-off of Cheers um but can you name the two regular uh, main characters from Cheers uh, that appeared in at least 70 episodes who did not make an appearance on Frasier actually give you can even just give me one one of the uh, Cheers cast members who did not make an appearance on Frasier in a cameo
5: um Rebecca is definitely one of them she was not in Frasier i only need one you only need i only need one
2: I'll, yeah, unless you want to go for two. I mean, um, you can go for two if you like.
5: Um, They had that reunion episode where there was almost everybody there. I mean, I could say coach, but I mean, he passed away before Frasier even started. So I don't know if that,
2: that counts, counts. And that is correct. Okay. <laughs> that's correct. Yep. And and it counts Rebecca, oddly, but it Counts it Rebecca wasn't on it obviously because, uh, her beliefs in Scientology prevented her from appearing on a show revolving around psychiatry. That's
3: right.
5: No kidding. That's the reason. That's right.
0: Yep. That is the reason. That was, is the reason.
5: Wow. I learned something.
3: I think that that's a good no 10.
2: <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> because, um, yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, we're going to end on this one just cause it's one of my favorite, uh, episodes here. Um, And uh, yeah, let's just do this. So in season seven, Asar is born. Uh, Daphne comes home and is shocked to find out that the Crane Boys are all watching the same program. She thinks it is Pavarotti jumping the Grand Canyon. But what show are they watching while playing a drinking game every time they hear the word veneer?
1: Oh, Uh, can can I I answer
5: your own
0: show? Oh
5: shoot! I Could I
1: answer
0: in tied (laughs) y'all?
5: Sorry, we can just do this all night. Clearly, Uh,
3: (laughs) you Uh, guys—that was the uh, the Simpsons one we did. It it just kept going and going, and nobody got anything wrong. And I was like, okay, that let's call it. You guys, we get it. You guys like (laughs) Frasier, yes. You you proved it. You guys are great. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll call it we'll call it a tie and I think the real winners are the listeners at home who got to f- learn some new things about Fraser and hear you guys just kind of joke around and talk about the show. So, um, I guess we'll do this uh, any, you know, last words or shout-outs you want to give, we'll start with James.
1: Shout-out to my wife Tracy who sat through I we've probably watched the entire corpus of Fraser. At least five times, start to finish, and probably more than that. And would have dearly loved to have participated in this as well. So, I will, I will shout out to her and for her patience in not, you know, letting me do all of this and just all the great memories we have of watching Frazier. Now, again, I am actually, or we are actually old enough. We watched this original. I mean, it was. Oh yeah. We watched the show when it came out every Thursday night and it was when we first got a satellite and we had very small children at the time, our kids are now like 32 and 30. And the amazing thing about the satellites was they didn't have local TV stations. So you got New York and Los Angeles stations. So we could, you know, spend the evening with the kids and put them to bed. And then we could watch the West coast feed of everything. And it was like so remarkable at that point in time in a day and age before streaming that all of the all of our shows came on at like ten o'clock after we put the kids to bed. So that's how we got to watch Frazier.
3: Wonderful. Uh Janelle, any last shout outs or anything?
5: Yeah, I just I want to thank my husband as well. He's on um, dog patrol right now, keeping the chihuahua quiet and not barking while I'm trying to record. And he's an amazing, fantastic human being as well and super smart. And I appreciate him indulging me in my little Frasier um, fetish, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but um, And I want to thank you guys. Triviality, you guys are great. I've been listening to you since summer of 21. I'm almost through your whole catalog. I just binge you guys all the time i really enjoy your show and just how you relate to one another and the content it's just it's just really great and during COVID, it was just really fantastic to have you guys to listen to all the time so thank you so much for doing this
3: we do appreciate oh, that thank you triviality better than COVID. you heard it here first <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Scott, any, any uh, last shout-outs for you?
0: Well, sure. Uh, well, shout-out to my husband as well. I mean, he's great, and he loves Frasier, too, which is a nice thing to have in your relationship. Um, you know, I, I'd like to end with one of my favorite pieces of trivia of, of Fraser is the, the, the cyclical nature of the first and last show. For an 11-year show, uh, the three main characters were in both episodes. Niles, Fraser, and Martin were in the very first episode, and they were in the as was Roz and Daphne. They were all five of the main characters made it all the way through the show, and that's very rare for any television show to have that done. Uh, Seinfeld did it too, but but uh, that thing, and um, the same actor who um delivered martin's chair in the very first episode they hired that actor to take the chair away in the very last episode of of the, of the show so that just uh, is a really cool thing and um and for uh, who knows who the first phone caller was the the guest celebrity actor anybody remember griffin dunn and the last one was uh, because she was such a fan of the show was helen mirren and i yeah. just love that book ending of 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 the show that it, it just it just had that You know, again, it's like a play. You know, (laughs) they ended it with knowing these resonant uh, things would uh, were
1: important to the people who had stuck with for eleven years. Can you name the people that were callers and also appeared on the show?
0: Oh, that's a good question. No, I probably can't. I Janelle hit it. Um, Mm -hmm. I know that
5: Rosie Perez was a caller and was on it. Oh, right. And Laura Linney. Oh yeah, sure. And those are the. Two that I can think of off the top of my head.
1: Well, just what Scott said. Griffin Dunn, who was the first Oh, and Griffin caller, Dunn, right, of course. Came back. And the other one was Linda Herman. Or Linda Herman. Linda Hamilton. Huh. Oh, she was I, the second she was the second caller. And then she
3: was the cellist at the airport. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yes, right. Well, thank you so much, guys, for all the additional trivia as well. (laughs) I I know we can do this all night. Um, And we want to thank everybody, all the supporters on Patreon. Uh, If you would love to support us um, at patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast, you get... Bonus episodes. You can listen to our shows ad free, which is a really great selling point. Um, and who else makes this show possible, Neil?
2: Well, uh, other than our, our wonderful listeners, uh, like the three that have been joining us tonight, uh, we are an Airwave Media podcast. So if you'd like to uh, check out all the great podcasts on the Airwave Media Network, you can go to airwavemedia.com for podcasts like Fan Theory Queries. Who Arted and Monster Talk. And uh, before I throw it back to you, Matt, to, to tell us uh, goodbye, I just want to tell everyone uh, that uh, make sure you check out Frasier, uh, join a, a community of fans like this, and make sure when you go to your local cafe um, to always get a double decaf, non-fat latte, medium <laughs> foam uh, with just the faintest whisper of cinnamon, um, and you'll have a good time. Yes,
3: that that will not annoy the baristas at the (laughs) coffee at all um so one last time thank you to all all the contestants today thank you to neil and thank you to everybody out who's listening just remember that i'll be here and i'm listening